everyone, and welcome to our very first episode of our very first podcast, The Sister Element. I'm Heather. I'm Becky. And, and we're sisters. And we're best friends. best friends. And we decided that we wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. We uh, don't live in the same town anymore, and we don't get to spend as much time together as we used to. Nope. So we decided this was a great excuse to talk to each other and a bunch of random strangers at the same time. Hopefully giving you some laughs, because, I mean, we've got some pretty hilarious stories lined up, I think. Yeah, and maybe, maybe at some point, probably not today, touch on some more tender things. But hey, maybe today, who knows? Who knows where yeah, maybe. life will take us. <laughs> We're kind of winging it. We are. And with us, anything can be turned into a long, funny, and or tragic story. Yes. Um, as our beloved uncle would would say, we have the gift of gap. Yes. He would <laughs> say that to us all the time. All the time. Um, so we thought that we would give you guys, um, just to get to know us, because I know Heather, and Heather knows me. Um, pretty well because she was there the day i was born not um, like in the room no peeking through the window that sounds weird like, <laughs> kids Astral. were not allowed in the maternity wing at the hospital we were born in at the time so but after to, yeah after born, i visited her that day lift the kid up to peek through the window because i remember peeking through the window at kim <clears throat> our younger sister we do have two other sisters Yes. Um, both of them are younger than us. Um, so maybe one day they will come on the podcast and hang out with us. <clears throat> we'll, we'll invite them on at, at uh, some later points. Yeah. Um, but we have come up with a series of questions so that you guys can get to know us. Um, and if for whatever reason, like you have other questions for us, like you want to know more about us we'll give you all that info to contact us via email on instagram um yeah we'll get that info to you should we start our questions all the cool places except tiktok because we're too old for tiktok yeah we're too old for tiktok like i barely function on instagram so mm -hmm. let's be real yeah i know how to take a picture of a photo and post it I can do like a basic video editing and post it, but like I don't do a full on production. Looks like I could get an Oscar for a short film kind of deal. Like I'm not into that. No. I, yeah, I'm not good. So I'm going to read these off. So our first question is What is a hobby you enjoy? I, I have recently. Well, recently, within the last few years, since the pandemic started, uh, started playing Dungeons and Dragons, which is great fun. But I have not had the fortune of finding a group that meets regularly and ends up lasting to get through an entire campaign. So it's fun, but hey, me. sad. Yes, you. We could play. We could play. Yeah. We do. I do play on a campaign that meets regularly. I was the DM. And I say was 
because I just don't have the time right now to be the DM. So I have passed that torch on to another individual that wanted to try to DM. So we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> All right. So we can we can talk about that later. But I also do enjoy playing D&D. While that is a hobby I do enjoy. I have several hobbies I enjoy. I mean, I do too. Right now, D&D. Which, ironically, my laptop is propped up on D&D books. I've got uh, my D&D dice right here. So, you know, it's not... <laughs> my D&D dice are in another room. Um, anyway, but my hobby that I particularly enjoy, which is... I, I don't know, like it's part of my self-care, is I do my nails. Oh. I, right now, like, this is audio, but I have a lovely color-shifting uh, blue, purple, green, and uh, depending on the light angle, like a gold pink. That sounds pretty. It is. I love it. My nails are naked. Yeah, don't, I don't like naked nails. So, I don't know. I've always liked doing my nails ever since I was young. I do have a story about that, but I feel like we need to get to know each other a little better. The audience, you listeners, I feel like we need to get to know each other a little better before I go that deep into my life about a story. About manicures and nails. And my nails. Yeah. Because it's rather embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> Embarrassing stories are the best stories. They are, but like I feel like we need to maybe maybe a few more. Ease into it. Yeah, ease, ease into, into it. it. This is a first date. Yeah. <laughs> did you want to? Did you want to ask your question? Oh yes. So my first question for you is, what is your favorite type of weather? Okay, so I don't know if this is controversial or not, but my favorite type of weather, um, is a it's very specific like i can't just say like a type of season you know what's your favorite season my favorite season is summer ish so i recently moved from the desert to in california to the lovely green of the pacific northwest in washington state right hey me too imagine that um it's so a super different type of climate. So I, I can't say that I like summer in the desert. That's not a thing. I don't, I don't know anyone that does. It's horrible and awful. But so far I like the summer in here, like in the Pacific Northwest. <clears throat> but my favorite type of weather is when it's just this wonderfully like rainy with a little bit of like thunder and lightning but not like midwest tornado rainy thunder lightning combo i'm not down for that but i do like a you know a little storm i like the rain it does have might maybe have something to do with that. i have extreme sun sensitivity so this is why we're best friends because my favorite type of weather is also a mild thunderstorm not not midwest tornado thunderstorm but but yeah like when the sky gets really dark and you get those big 
bat raindrops. Yeah. There's just that that distant rumble of thunder. And maybe yeah. you sit on the porch with a nice cup of hot cocoa or hot mm-hmm. chocolate, depending on your preference. I prefer hot chocolate. Um, <clears throat> or, you know, depending, maybe it's a hot day and you don't yeah, want nice hot beverages. Iced but, coffee? Yeah. Okay. Or iced tea, if that's your jam. Lemonade. Sure. Yeah, just sit out there and, like, I, a thunderstorm is, like, a full sensory experience, I think is why. A sunny day, you can't smell the sunshine. You can smell the rain. You hear it. You feel the difference in the pressure and the humidity and all of that. Just, <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's, it's just, yeah, it's a full sensory thing. It's a full sensory thing. You can't taste sun. You can taste rain. But, well, I don't know if we can say this. There is a particular company out there that does say that you can taste colors. Well, um, what are they selling? <laughs> uh, well, are a popular candy brand that does not sponsor our podcast because no one sponsors our podcast. Not yet. No. Skills hey, if you're listening. Yeah. Give us a sponsorship. Like, we'd be down. Yeah, we were down for that. We we'll we'll taste the rainbow while we eat. I yeah okay. I, well, I when just you said say you what I was about to say. When you said tasting colors, I was like, whoa! What kind of product no, no, no. are we talking about? No. Here? <laughs> anyway, let's just put it out there that in no way Skittles or their parent company do not sponsor this podcast. This is an independently produced podcast by me and Heather. That is yeah. it. <laughs> That's it. Um, okay. All right, your turn. Uh, are do you consider yourself introverted or extroverted? I consider myself slightly extroverted. And by okay. that I mean that given the choice of spending extended periods of time by myself or extended periods of time with other people. I prefer around other people, but I do need that alone time, that time that's just mine where I don't have to worry about anybody else. But the other way around, like the most depressed I've ever been was when I was living technically with a roommate, but she was never home. And, you know, it was, I was alone most of the time and that was the most depressed I've been in my entire life. So I need that. Um, but well, I would say, I would say that based on how you get your energy would be Mm -hmm. dependent on like how I would consider, are you introverted or extroverted? Um, because I would consider you to be relatively extroverted Mm -hmm. with introverted tendencies, does that make sense? Because I do feel like yeah. you get a lot of energy from being around people. Oh, Me, sure. on the other hand, I have an interaction with it's I consider myself to be introverted because there are a small selection of people that I can be around that I can gain energy from. But for the most part, when I'm around people, I get very tired very quickly. And then the minute I get home and sit down, I'm like, I'm not ready for bed at all. Where like 20 minutes ago when I was surrounded by a group of people, I'm like, I'm ready for bed. Like I need to go home. Yeah. Well, it definitely depends on the people that you're around, you know, where 
like like you said, you're mostly an introvert and I'm mostly an extrovert. But then, you know, you you everybody, human beings, we're all social creatures. But then we all also need moments of privacy, moments of our own to just be with our thoughts and be not responsible for other people's feelings and emotional labor and things like that. Yeah. Just just taking that time. I 100% agree. Though I will say, and I do feel like I need to say this to our audience, to our lovely listeners. If you know you see me out in public and I do not already know you in some fashion, um, I would love to meet you for starters. Um, but secondly, just keep in mind that I will be internally losing my mind i will be panicking and there will be a, an immense amount of anxiety like internally about talking to a person i don't know because that's really hard for me um and yeah i just like and, and then the minute i get home i will start externalizing it to my husband and he will be like you it's okay you survived that encounter it's fine. You're all right. So basically, uh, listeners, please don't freak Becky out. Approach with caution. Uh, no, yeah, gently. Like, Approach gently. Yeah, gently. Like, I truly do. Like, if you do listen to the podcast and you like it, please introduce yourself to me. I would love to meet any, fo- like, listeners. Like, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like... I will be analyzing the minute I get home and probably lose sleep about every moment of that interaction. Absolutely concerned that I flubbed it. And they're like, great. Now we have lost a listener. That will be what has happens. And then for years to come, I will think about that single interaction. And I'll be like, well, okay. Oh my God. I hope she doesn't hate me now. That, yeah, that's... 100%. That's what's happening. It's I, weird. on the other hand, if you come up to me, you're like, oh, my gosh. I'd be like, oh, hi. Oh, oh yeah, me. that will be what it's like externally, 100%. But then on the inside, I will be losing my mind, which will then be externalized once I walk through my front door. Okay. Yeah. Which, ironically, I don't use my front door. So maybe I should take that into account. Whatever. Once I'm inside. Maybe you need to go through the front door and that'll reset everything. And- then yes, you'll be thinking more like about using the wrong door rather than I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, you've been in my house. You know yes. how it's set up. It seems weird to go through the front door at this point. Um, anyway. So, okay. So next question. That's your question. Oh, yes. What was my next question? My next question is Becky, when it comes to snacks, sweet or salty? Sweet, 100 percent Like I have the biggest sweet tooth. I like it depends though because popcorn is so good. Mm. But if you add a little cinnamon sugar on the popcorn mm. or like having popcorn and M&Ms together. Oh. Yes. But like I would consider that the same way that I do trail mix that has M&Ms in it or if you're in Britain I think they're called uh, I can't remember what they're called. The M&M's? Oh, yeah, they're called like, they're called something else. Like, uh, 
candy coated chocolate thing. Anyway, it's called I know in Canada else. they have in Smarties. The it's a Smarties. That's what it's called. It's American called Smarties. Smarties and Canadian Smarties are not the same candy. No. If I were to um, pick between but, Canadian or I think that's the same thing in the UK, Canadian slash UK Smarties and American Smarties, UK, because oh, those yeah. have chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. But the difference between those and M&Ms, I'm picking I don't know. I've never had a Smartie from the UK or Canada. Or Canada? You should come, yeah, to, my like, tell us you should come to my office after, after my boss has gone on a run up to Canada. Okay. Because we, uh, I live like 20 minutes from the Canadian border. So my boss will go up on candy runs to Canada and get candy and other snacks that you can't get in the U.S. and bring them down to have in the office. So I will steal some Smarties from the office and bring them to you so you can try them. Well, hopefully she doesn't mind. Like maybe ask. I don't want anybody to get in trouble for stealing like, some candy. candies. I don't think she's going to care. Okay. Yeah. So I would like to try them. Okay. And maybe I'll do like a little taste test on the show and I can be like, ooh, do I like, but I will. Okay. Let me just preface this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't like the sound of chewing. Mm. We'll get to that. Like maybe, mute, mute your maybe in another episode. Too. What was that? I said, we'll mute our microphones while chewing. Yeah. Um, but we'll do a, a side by side taste comparison to see yeah. like M and M's or Smarties. I'll also grab a Canadian Kit Kat and an American Kit Kat because oh, they don't yeah. taste the same. They are different. Uh, Wilson, my husband, for the audience, um, he yes, and I, I will. I know well, you, you but the audience does not know the name of my husband. His name is Wilson. Anyway, uh, he and I will get. Um, Kit Kats from Asian markets. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll get like some strange flavors. Like I think I I got for him one year, I think for his birthday, um, matcha flavored Kit Kats. I do not like matcha. Me neither. Um, to each their own, not my jam. I like other types of green teas. That is a little too green for me. Um, it's like grass. It does. It tastes like grass. Uh, but you know, if you like it, that's your, that's your thing. It's just not mine. Sure. Um, so there was that. And then we, right now we have, um, English milk tea flavored Kit Kats hmm. and we have, we've gotten cheesecake ones. There's all kinds of them. I just we'll have some, we got like Japanese, um, dark chocolate ones i think we have those Ooh. those are good that's and i had to get out my phone like google translate and be like because <laughs> i didn't have english on the package and i i barely can speak and read italian so that's it that's all i got french and german are actually pretty easy to read because they're very similar to English in a lot of ways. Sure. You just have to know like which times you you go, okay, make sure that you change that double S to uh, you know, whatever letter. Yeah. But you're like, ah, yes, okay, okay, yes. If I change this vowel to that vowel, then it's a word in English. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we'll do a we'll do a taste test with our microphones off, uh, because I don't like the sound of chewing, so I don't want to 
inflicts that upon inflict others. that upon other people there is it's called misophonia guys mm -hmm. that's what it's called i've not been officially diagnosed with it but my 23 andme test was like hey you likely have this and i was like oh i i know i know i do we'll we'll dive into that a little deeper mm -hmm. maybe in another episode maybe a bonus yeah. episode should we we should do bonus episodes we should let us know if you want bonus episodes guys like please bonus. let us know yeah uh Next this is question. what we were talking about, how anything can be a story. Oh, yeah. It's just supposed to be sweet snacks or salty snacks. Yeah. <laughs> anything. We have the gift of gab. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Next question. Which is a story question, <laughs> interestingly enough? Um, if you could invent a holiday, what would it be? That is a tricky one. I, there, I feel like there are already so many holidays this would be like a bank holiday a like, bank holiday that people are like you get this day off yeah of work. you get you this get, day off of work this is you get you know holiday pay if you do have to work that kind of thing so do you want me to go first because i have one i have done this already well i i actually do have one that is a holiday in other places that isn't in the u.s that is voting day. Mm. Voting day should 100% be a holiday so that we don't have these things where you're like, I don't have time to get to the polls because I have to get my kids to school and then I have to, to work all day. And then at the end of the day, I have to make my family dinner and I have to do all this stuff. And when am I supposed to go vote? Now, in Actually, Washington... In Washington, it is a, uh, like, mail-in ballots. Anybody oh. can be part of that. But... I know that's not the case in a lot of states. A lot of states, you have to have a reason to vote by mail, and busy isn't a qualifying reason. I think reason. the pandemic kind of changed that. Because oh. in California, because of the pandemic, they just started, like, sending, like regardless of whether or not you registered as a mm -hmm. mail-in voter, you they just sent it to you. Yeah, that's what they did in, in here in Washington, too. In California, I have not, I I have not had the pleasure of mail, voting though. in Washington yet. Like that, like I moved here right after the election, uh, um, soon or what? The, like the whatever election was happening, like the the midterm elections, with, yeah, whatever it was. Like it was yeah. not a major election. And yeah, you you moved right after the midterms. Ago. Yeah. So anyway, um, voting day. That's your answer. That's my answer. I mean, it's not a super creative answer, but I think it's important. Yeah, it is important. I agree. Um, so my answer comes with a story. Okay. okay. Years ago, um, I feel like I'm a little too young to be saying 10, more than 10 years ago. I think it was closer to like 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or more, 14 years ago? I think it was 14 years ago. Dear Lord. Okay, so um, another best friend, Stacy and I, we lived together. Um, she and I were watching a show. I know, I know what where this story is going. Okay. Go um, we were watching, we were watching the tutors. Okay. For starters, we really enjoy history in general like we just 
like learning about history. Mm-hmm. And if there is a, even if it's somewhat historically inaccurate or inaccurate at all together, like I've seen those. Um, we just like watching historical dramas. And this one had a lot of like accuracies in it. It did have some inaccuracies, but you know, sometimes watching an accurate accounting of history is really boring. So they got to dramatize it for the audience, right? This is so when he they, had the flu. Watching yeah, nobody cares. Sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so some of the medicinal practices in like Tudor times were horrific. Oh, awful. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So we were watching this and let's keep in mind that neither one of us were at a good point in our lives. Okay. Was not good. I'm not going to go into it because it's like, I don't want to tell her story. That's not my story to tell. And she has not given me permission to tell her story. So it's not going to happen. But it was a rough time for both. It was a very rough time for both of us. So we were watching the Tudors and we had like a Joey Chandler set up in our living room. And so like, I'm sitting in my chair, she's sitting in her chair, we're watching TV and um, we're watching the credits and I think it was the second season of the Tudors and Peter O'Toole was the played the Pope. And we were, I think kind of drunk. Now I don't want to <laughs> say like full on, like plastic to the wind. But... We, no, well, we were intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I giggled and I was like, his name is duly phallic. And somehow like that turned into a laughing fit and we were like we should celebrate this man who like rest in peace like i love a him phenomenal like, a actor. phenomenal actor yeah absolutely phenomenal. legendary yeah a, like a legend and he and so we we created this we decided and so there's a, a five people in the entire world that celebrate this now. Um, (laughs) Me, Stacy, her husband, (laughs) like three people, (laughs) maybe four. (laughs) Anyway, so we decided that um, it's going to be, we looked up his birthday. So it's August 2nd. So we're like, August is perfect because so no holidays there is at least not in the U.S. So there is no official like a bank recognized you get the day off work holiday in August. Every other month there is a holiday that you get a day off. January, February, um, March. There is a holiday that you celebrate, but you don't really get it off. Yeah, I was like, just gonna say March. There's some kind one. of like fun celebration, and I don't mean like yeah. National Hot Dog Day, right? Like, right. You know, some fun holiday. October, Halloween, there's also like indigenous people slash Columbus Day, whatever. Yeah, there's the official bank holiday that people are like, cool, I get a day off work. And then there's the fun fun Halloween. Um, And so August, it was perfect. We're like, this is perfect. Um, So August 2nd, so it's coming up. And we decided like, we'll give gifts. And this was the holiday that we decided that we will give gifts to each other instead of like Christmas because neither one of us really at that time had any pleasant associations with Christmas. So we were like, no, we don't want to celebrate Christmas with each other. We will do this instead. So 
it's just kind of hung around. Like we don't really celebrate it quite the same way we did, but we haven't lived near each other in a significant period of time. And now we live like 20 minutes away. I saw her. Now you do again. Yeah. So maybe we'll celebrate it this year. Anyway, so yeah. that is my story about how I, I invented, well, okay. I will go one step further. So a friend More. of ours, no, it's, it's entertaining. Okay. So okay. A friend of ours, um, happened to, he doesn't, he was traveling and he didn't, for whatever reason, he doesn't fly. Like that's your prerogative. He doesn't fly. He was taking a train from somewhere to somewhere. I don't remember where he was going. He was on the train. No, he was just sitting on the train. He's just hanging out on the train. <laughs> just I mean, he might. He might just be like, I'm just gonna hang out here on a train. It's fine. Anyway, so he was on a train um on his travels, and he happened to be sitting next to or across from near in conversational distance from a cousin of Peter O'Toole. And he told this cousin of our story, like how that we created a holiday. And this was after Peter O'Toole had passed away. Mm -hmm. And so he told this cousin and she thought it was hilarious and said he would have loved that. And I was like, yes. That's Thank great. you. <laughs> what what are were there more traditions involved with Peter O'Toole Day? Wasn't there like oh uh, yeah, drinking breakfast. on Sunday mornings? Yes, yeah, like breakfast drinking. Yes. Um, but it was more. It was just on Sunday mornings. Like oh okay, you you drink. There was more, but like I thought it was specifically like on on Peter O'Toole Day you drink. Oh it, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Sunday morning cocktails is what it was. Okay. But yeah, you'll drink on Sunday. I mean, clearly not the best decision making, but this really wasn't made, did not come about in a great time in our lives. A decision that you make while drunk tends to yeah. not. There was this one time when we were drunk, doesn't usually follow through with good decision making. Although I asked John out, my husband, I asked him out when we were both drunk. So, you know. Well, I feel like that might be a little bit different. Like that, you know, alcohol lowers your inhibitions. Like, yeah, I, that's Stacey really what and I was. at that time didn't really have a lot of like inhibitions that needed to be lowered. <laughs> we just did yeah. whatever we wanted to, which is part of the reason why our lives were in chaos. Sure. Yeah, I think for me it was just a uh, liquid courage to. Yeah. To no, this is. Like, yeah, whatever. We won't go there. All right. So yeah. Whole other it was a rough time, time for us. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm not encouraging. Uh, let me just put this out there. Please do not use my vice at that time less, or this story as an excuse to use alcohol in a way to get things handled instead yeah. of like coping in a healthy way. It was unhealthy. Please, 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 if that's what's happening to you, if you're in this right now in this moment, like, please, I encourage you to seek help. Yeah. Like, I, that's what we needed to do. We just didn't. That was not a good thing to do. But yeah. okay. However, if, you know, it's not something you struggle with and you wish to just have breakfast cocktails on August 2nd, have fun. I, I yes. Like, if that's what you want to do. Also, I believe it's in the middle of the week. So just not this take year, that into unless account. You like have... maybe, maybe celebrate that on a Saturday or Sunday. Sure. Yeah. It, like don't drink at work is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. 
my boss when when I got hired, she was talking about like drug testing and all that. She's like, I don't care what you do on your own time, but you know, come to work clean and sober, and that's fine. <laughs> my boss is me, so well, yes, I. It's just not, yeah. So I, I don't. There's just things I don't do anymore, and and drinking regularly is one of them. Same. Anyway, okay. Next question. Next question. It's yours. Yes. My next question is: What is something that you love that everybody else seems to hate? So I have two answers to this. So the first one um, is cats. I love cats, but everyone else, I don't want to say everyone else, but there is a significant number of people who are like, cats are assholes. I mean, you can love them and they're assholes. Both can be true. Yeah, like, I, I love cats even though they're assholes. Both of my cats can be assholes at times. I have two cats and a dog. I love all of them. And I do not think I can say it equally. That might make me a bad fur baby mom, but... I yeah. Um okay. but my second one I feel is a little more controversial. Um Disney adults. There seems to be a lot of negativity around Disney adults, and I don't understand why. It's from like bitter people, I think. The people who are like, look, Disney's for children, and you know, no, if you're not. Still, if you still like Disney when you're an adult, it's because you're childish. Instead of what's really happening is you're still a child at heart. You still yeah. love magic. Yeah. Absolutely. I, as, you know, people can hate on this, but you and I, we we went to Disneyland as adults. I did not bring my child. I, I mean, I don't have any children and I right. go to Disney more frequently than you do. Uh, yeah, it's also a lot cheaper to go to Disneyland when you don't bring a child with you. Uh, uh, I I will, yes, and no. Okay, I think that my husband will fight you on that. But imagine you still are you spending your money oh, yeah, and no. all of that, and then on top of that, you're also buying a child's ticket and food and all of the souvenirs. Oh yeah, like I just took stuff. your daughter to Disney World in January, so I'm well aware of yeah. how much it costs. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> and our niece. <laughs> yes, so you know what I mean about yes. it's. It, it is. It is expensive to take children. I'm not saying don't take your children, but I'm also saying like, hey, you know, treat yourself. Yeah. If you it's, if you know if if you live somewhere where going to Disneyland Disney World is a big production and you can't just go for the weekend like we could when we lived in Southern California, then yeah, it probably would not be very fair to go and just leave your kids with a babysitter or grandma or whoever. Yeah, but, but also like, <laughs> let's say, okay, you did that. You mm -hmm. did take them. There's also nothing wrong with saying like, hey, look, we're going to take an extended weekend mm -hmm. and we're going to go to Disneyland, Disney World for a couple of days, right? Like, there's no shame in that. And I don't, I, the way that I see it is like, I do not understand why people like football, like American football. It is not my thing. There is a massive crowd that loves it. Do I think it's weird and how excited they get over it? Yeah. But like, so that's how I see it is 
well, you like football and people right. will plaster their house in like football paraphernalia. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. Like you'll spend thousands of dollars on tickets to go to a game. So what if I spend thousands of dollars on tickets to go to Disneyland? It's the same thing right? to me. Yeah. It's exactly the same. It's just different strokes for different folks, right? Right. Like people around here have, like, there is a house that I drive past on my way to work that is painted in Seattle Seahawks colors. Yeah, not my jam. But you not, do you, boo. But yeah. And, and actually because... Seahawks are navy blue, white, and lime green. They did it. They did it pretty well. Where it's a blue, a navy blue with white trim, and then just lime green, just detailing on a few things, and it actually doesn't look too bad. And if you didn't know those were sports team colors, you wouldn't, you know, wouldn't really think anything of it. If it was switched and the house was lime green with some navy blue, then I'd be like, oh my god, no. But people, I mean, but it's it. I mean, football, baseball. Sure, whatever, whatever sports is, fans. You're yeah. fan. Like, I do not sports. That is not my thing. I do not sports. So, although I, I did just, like it when I, we did Lakers, that, that was fun. When it we were was, but I don't know. Like, I just lost touch with the players, and then it just wasn't as fun anymore. Right. I don't know. So, I, I don't even watch them anymore because, you know, whatever yeah so so yeah anyway so for me something love that i love that everyone else seems to hate um i would say like easy listening music like, like kenny g style not like kenny g but like barry manilow oh, and i know yeah <laughs> um and I don't, I don't as much as I, when I was a teenager, which seems completely backwards. You're like, oh, as I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate easy listening. No, if I, my friends all made fun of me as a teenager. I for, think that there's like more that we can like dig into on Unpack that. there. But yeah, but like Michael Buble. Ooh, well, and, I mean, yeah, I love Michael Buble. Sure. But there's a lot of hate for the kind of people feel like it's a very manufactured sound and you know. I think that that is a very unique sound and not manufactured if you were it's, I think that it's replicating an old sound with new kind of a new twist on it yeah but people yeah. have been doing that for years sure sure like how many people have used let's say Nirvana as an inspiration behind their music what's the difference yeah why why not frank sinatra why yeah. not yeah like no. i i know i i love michael buble sure and michael buble if you ever listen to this feel free to contact us and come on our podcast like, yeah yeah you absolutely. know what barry manilow too if you want to come and be on oh our yeah podcast, absolutely have, like i don't dislike that. barry manilow's music it's just not as i think again there's more we can unpack there like sure, sure. there's some psychological things that we could like dig deep into. Well, I mean, like uh, childhood rebellion. I, I would say like mom was maybe. really into Barry Manilow. Yeah, for sure. And so like that childhood rebellion, like you don't like what your parents like. I think oh, that's mm -hmm. where I veer towards, and I'm like, ugh, no. You're like, ugh. 
But when I listen to it, there are songs like I can, to this day cannot watch a State Farm commercial, which again, State Farm does not sponsor this podcast at all. Um, I cannot watch a State Farm commercial without knowing like Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow wrote, wrote that song. jingle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, right. weird facts stuck in my brain. Sure. All right. Should we move on to the next question? Yes, let's. Okay. All right. Here, maybe we have too many story time questions. Do you have a life experience that would unlock a strange, rare, or secret achievement? Let me preface this by saying I came up with this question because I, one of my hobbies that I really do enjoy is playing video games. Yes. Um, and I enjoy video games, but not nearly as as frequently as you do. I also have uh, more time. Like, you have a kid. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. A, the funny thing is, is some of the, the secret achievements that you can get on video games are really weird, mundane things that you just, like, you found something. You hiked um, to the top of Mount Doom. Yeah. I don't know you, if that's you, you really an achievement to, in a video game. I don't know. Um, somebody let me know. But I know that there have been places where it's just like, oh, you actually managed to find the edge of the world. You you made it to the edge of the map. People don't uh-huh. usually do that. So those kinds of things. Um, however, you know, the world has no edges to its map. So, uh, and I haven't traveled that far. Um, I think if I if I had unlocked like a, uh, no, I can't I can't share this story. It's not. Um, I'm. Well, maybe pick a different one, and we'll maybe put that on like one. a you know. We'll put that on the not safe word bonus episode because uh, that's a it's a little bit all right. So not that one. Do you, you want me to I'm go? gonna let you answer this question while I think about it. Okay, so this is going to like I have several. Okay, but this mm-hmm. is a I would say a rare achievement because I don't think that many people can do this. So. I went to Disneyland for my 30th birthday. Surprise, surprise. I love Disneyland. Um, So I went to Disneyland for my 30th birthday. Um, And I had, I wanted to go. Um, My husband and I had been dating for a very short period of time, like a few months. So we go to Disneyland and his brother and at the time, his brother's fiance, um, they're now married, just like Wilson and I are now married. Um, they wanted to go with us. And my birthday is during the holiday season. Um, and so at California Adventure, there is a festival called the International Festival of the Holidays. And there's all these food booths that you can go to. At the time, I had an annual pass, and so they, um, for annual pass holders, again, at that time, you could purchase what they call like a sip and saver pass. I do not know if they have these anymore. Um, I am not an annual pass holder, or as they call it now, magic key. I am not a magic key holder because other reasons we'll get into later. Um, Anyway, so I purchased this pass there was a sip and saver pass and there were little like 
coupon tickets that you could exchange it for like one food or uh, non-alcoholic beverage item at a booth. So you could use two tickets at a booth if you wanted. Um, but I was determined to sample something at all 12 booths. So backing up a little bit, the way that I had originally planned it is I was going for two days. The day before my birthday, I was going to go to Disney California Adventure and experience the festival, uh, the International Festival of Holidays. The second day I was, on my birthday, I wanted to be in Disneyland. So the my birthday landed on a Saturday that year. And so Wilson's brother and his fiance, you know, his wife now, but at the time, like they worked on Friday. I think either Wilson and I had that day off or we took that day off, whatever. Um, so they worked on Friday, but they really wanted to do this festival with us. So we rearranged it. So we spent Disneyland the day before and did California Adventure on my birthday. But I had also booked a dining package to watch the Fantasmic show. So it came with dinner, a three course dinner at the Blue Bayou. And then you watch Fantasmic. So that is what I had planned to do. California Adventure Food Festival uh, or International Festival. And then the dinner at the Blue Bayou the next day. Uh -huh. Well, it ended up being all on one day. So I used my coupons at eight booths. And then we purchased snacks at the other four food booths. So there's 12 in total. By the time we finished, I thought I was going to explode. I'd eaten so much. Then Wilson, we're sitting down, like finishing the last bits of our whatever food we had eaten. And Wilson looks over and there's like a corn dog stand. And he's like, does anyone want a corn dog? And I was like, how can you eat any more? Like I'm stuffed. So then, and I was like, also, we have a three course meal coming up in four hours. Are you going to be hungry? He's like, yeah. So anyway, it's we books. finish, we finish up at California Adventure. We hop over to Disneyland, go to our reservation. Um, I have a whole nother story about our waiting time on that day. That was weird. Anyway, so I happened I happened to run into an ex-boyfriend at Disneyland on my 30th birthday that knew I wanted to go to Disneyland on my 30th birthday. We'll unpack that later. Yeah. Um, so I, um, so we go there, we, you know, we have our dinner. It was so good as the Blue Bayou, right? I loved it. Yeah, anyway, Blue Bayou is amazing. So because it was my birthday, I have my little birthday button and I don't know, somebody went and talked to someone, I guess. I don't know. They saw my birthday, but I don't know what happened. Anyway, they brought me another dessert. I was like, oh my God. I I was like, can I get this in a to-go cup? Like, is that, I mean, I feel bad. Like you gave this to me, but I like, I cannot eat anymore. I will explode if I eat anymore. And so they were gracious and they packed it up. It was so wonderful. And so I took it with me. It was like, um, 
lemon sort uh no it's like a frozen ice kind of like italian i don't want to say it's italian ice i don't know how italian ice but it was like a sorbet kind of thing it was really good it's like a lemon sorbet um and i thought that i was going to die of food ingest like ingesting too much food I was going to explode. So I'm sitting at the tables near the restroom of the hungry, like the hungry bear diner or whatever, waiting for Fantasmic about ready to explode because like, it was just like going to the bathroom before. Wilson you know, had to roll you out of the park. Yeah. I thought I was going to be like Violet Beauregard and have to roll me around Disneyland because I'd eaten so much food. So that's my like by the way this this podcast is not sponsored by Disney at all either. No, it's not. <laughs> I so we'll we'll get to you know my love of Disney later. Um and it it is yeah I just my I was like in my head I was like I just locked unlocked a eat your way through Disneyland achievement. <laughs> So I think my my achievement is not uh, nearly as um, uh, it, it's more more like a, a rare achievement, but also food related. I think my rare achievement is I made a Thanksgiving turkey that everybody liked. <laughs> okay, most of the time people like you know like our sister Kim. She doesn't really like turkey very much. Okay, but she liked the turkey that I made and you know because I I seasoned it and it wasn't overcooked dry. and it wasn't yeah it wasn't dry but the skin was nice and crispy and and I was just like that was like my culinary achievement was like I made a Thanksgiving turkey that everybody actually liked you unlocked that achievement they in wanted, the cooking game they wanted seconds in the cooking game in, the, in my that's my rare uh, rare achievement there yeah yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's been, you know, I also, I also unlocked the rare achievement of spawning offspring that like, that um, my child likes broccoli. I think that you, that you could expand that to say that you're, you spawned a child that is not a picky eater. Well, she's kind of a picky eater. She hates beans. Well, so do anything, anything with beans. But then we've convinced her that if she puts cheese on these food with beans, that it's actually not so bad. Well, that's so, how I eat it, too. Like, if I have yeah. to eat beans for whatever reason, mm -hmm. cheese is also involved. Yeah. So it's like chili, she puts extra cheese on it. You know, things you, like that. Chili. I do, I do, like, not, not official, like, Texans would be like, that's not chili. Um, I don't think that Texas no chili is chili either. It's it's no tomato chili, like pumpkin chili or oh. uh, apple cider chili, things like that. I've never had either of these things. Well, you're allergic to pumpkin, so we won't. I won't make you any of that. But I'm not diagnosed. But you know, blisters form in my mouth, so I just assume. So I don't eat it. Yeah. Um. So I could make you some apple later. cider chili. That was pretty good. It's okay. like with chicken and apples and I also cannot eat apples. Well then I won't make you that either, Becky. My goodness. <laughs> I guys, I have GI issues, like a lot. So 
Yeah. I am a picky eater between foods that I cannot eat because of GI issues, foods that I am allergic to, and foods that I just do not like. My food list is about this big. And if you can't, you, this is audio, so it's about two inches long. Very small. A little bitty list. Yeah. And sometimes I will just eat foods that I that upset my stomach anyway. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. Well, so, not all the time. I'll eat an apple. I don't. I, I say really. all the time. I, I value my my later on well being enough to not do it all the time. But I will definitely sometimes have a milkshake, even though I know I'm gonna feel terrible later. <laughs> I, yeah, I say all the time. Like, yeah, it happens. It's, it's it. Anyway, that's a that's a story for another time. All right. Cool. Nobody Your wants to hear question. about our digestive issues. Um, what was my next question here? Becky, what is your earliest memory? Okay, so my earliest memory, and people will say, are you, people have said, are you sure you remember this? And it's not that somebody just told you and you remember. No, because I remember details about it that my mom asked me, how do you know that? I've never told you that before. So I was 18 months old and I um, burned my hands on the oven the oven door. I think I remember that. Um, my, our mom was cleaning the oven and I don't think she knew that I had like snuck around the corner or something. Um, I, cause I remember crawling into the room and yes, I was crawling. I did not learn how to walk until I was about 18 months old. So that's another story for another time. But, um, I was, I crawled into the kitchen and I remember seeing her kind of like kneeling on the floor in front of the oven door. And I was just remember thinking like, oh, what I, what is she doing? Like, I wasn't that the curiosity. Thing. Yeah. There was a curiosity to like, what is she doing? And I used the oven door to like pull myself up. And I, it wasn't that the oven was hot necessarily it's that she was using that like chemical spray very caustic yeah and so i like had a chemical burn on my hands and that's it that's all i remember i remember pulling myself up on the door and then nothing else yeah um but i remember that i only know that it was 18 months old because my mom was like i don't know how you remember that yeah i I remember that, but, you know, I was older. Um, <laughs> uh, so my earliest memory is actually going to see you in the hospital when you were born. You know, I was just over two. And I I don't even really remember. I, I, I remember there being this window way up above me. And that's where my my baby sister was inside there. And I remember Unky, our uncle, picked me up so that I could see in. And I just remember seeing, like, you know, was, uh, okay, one of these one of these babies, and here is my sister. Um, but but I <laughs> the, the funny thing about this memory is me as a as my early memory looking up to see in this window and having to be picked up to see and so forever for a very long time for 20 
six years. I thought that that I had been seeing through as a window in a door that I was needed to be lifted up to see through. I thought this until I was in the hospital, same hospital where Becky and I were both born, giving birth to my own child. And for complicated reasons I'm not going to get into, um, you know, time has passed. In the 80s, when Becky and I were born, you know, the baby was kept in the nursery and would get brought to mom for feeding. Now, the, these days, most of the time, baby's in the room with mom, and occasionally the nurse will take them away for getting checks and all that. But my daughter had to be uh, held in, um, uh, in a warming table and all that and couldn't be in my room with me for the first couple days. And... But as, as I'm getting wheeled past this room and uh, out of after my C-section and watching it, like, they're like, oh, she's in there. And I'm like, it's this huge window that's only like two and a half feet. The bottom of it's barely above the ground. But my memory of like being it being way up there suddenly just like all, all of it got put into a different perspective. That wasn't the window that I looked through. I looked oh. through an outside window. You know, like that weird, like hexagon, whatever, like shaped room. I had to get lifted up to look through the screen of that window. I remember looking, being held up to look through that when grandma was in the hospital because they wouldn't allow children in the cancer ward. Uh, Maybe that's what I'm remembering. Maybe. Um, Well, new discoveries. Yeah. It's like they lifted us up when grandma was in the hospital. Maybe that's what it was. Because I was pretty young. And I'm like, well, maybe it was Kim being born. But I don't know. I really don't know. Around the same time. You know, those, those, yeah. yeah. It was only a few months months, apart. Six months apart. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. It was like, it's, uh, yeah. Little, little uh, thing there. Yeah. I think they usually do let siblings into maternity words just not for very long and they make sure you wash your hands and all of that but yeah i yeah. don't remember um all right so moving on we're gonna move to more pleasant topic okay this is a very controversial question it's very important though we need answers so i'm gonna ask this question and i would like to know what everyone else thinks pleasant okay pleasant we want Positive answers, respectful respectful. answers, okay? This is each person's opinion, all right? So, (laughs) is a hot dog a sandwich? No, and I will will explain why I think no. Because if you, if I suppose if we're being very, very broad in that it is, meat in between bread then yes but it's not really in between bread you have one piece of bread that you've kind of cut a slit into and you've slid it in so it's just like a pocket if you if you took a hot dog and you cut it all the way through and then you turned it and ate it this way so you know like in between two slices of wheat bread in, in between two slices of bread, or if you cut, I'll, I'll even say if you cut the bun all the way through, so it's now two separate pieces, and then you then you put it like this, and you eat the hot dog like this a way, horizontal situation. Then then you can call it a sandwich, but you have to like put the mustard or whatever toppings. I just eat them plain or with a little cheese. But 
you put all of that on the bread and then you put the hot dog in between and you eat it that way, then it's a sandwich. But as long as you're eating it, so it's like this and the hot dog sits inside like and the toppings go on top, it's a taco. It is not a sandwich. I'm just trying to make sure that, you know, you're, I can see you, but our listeners cannot. So yes, like a taco. Like yeah. A taco. If, if it's if, eaten like a taco, it's. Yeah. So is and a the, hot dog a taco? Like, is that a better question? Because well, tacos require tortillas. Oh, okay. All right. So. Unless I mean, it's a Choco Taco. I, I miss those. I don't, I don't know that anyway, I've ever but had no, one that wasn't good. Horizontal eating okay. for me is required to be a sandwich. I will say I have to agree. Um, I am a like ketchup and mustard kind of lady on the hot dog. Um, I mean, I'll eat it plain. I'll eat it with cheese. Um, but that's where I draw the line. Ketchup and mustard. That's it. Like, I don't put anything else on there. No onions, whatever. And I prefer it just in a bun. And I want it to go the full length of the bun. It can go over a little bit. But I do not want more bun. The hot dog to bun ratio should be the same. But to answer the question, my opinion is a hot dog is not a sandwich. Unless you cut the hot dog and place it in between two individual pieces of bread the bread cannot be connected even if it's like a sandwich that is like a sub sandwich mm -hmm. kind of deal that's a that's a sub sandwich like it's not just a sandwich you know what i mean like yeah like a hoagie roll kind of thing it's not, not I don't know. really it's, a it's sandwich. different classifications but i do not think that like, i agree if you have to eat it like a taco it's not a sandwich all right. Yeah, we're in agreement there. Yeah. So if you, I, I want to know other other people's opinions, but please be kind and respectful to other people's opinions as well. Like we want to exude positivity. All right. So I have a controversial question for you as well. Is this the last question? Is the last one. We better make it count. Oh, yeah. What are the best pizza toppings? Okay, so I am not a pizza eater in general due to GI issues. I have a significant sensitivity to lactose, so um, I don't really eat a lot of cheese that has dairy in it. And in fact, like in my refrigerator right now, I have vegan cheese, um, which that sounds I'm not a vegan. I do not... I'm not casting shade on vegans or whatever. It's not disgusting. Oh, is it ne good? Next I time, I, next time you come over, I'll I'll let you try a piece. Okay. Um, it does not taste like what it says it tastes like, but it's not gross. Okay. So, um, but you again, a I sandwich also with vegan cheese. Yeah, like I'll eat a turkey sandwich with vegan cheese, like roast beef, whatever. I just. And it has nothing to do with, I'm not, to be clear, I'm not vegan. It purely has to do with the fact that I have, my body does not like digesting lactose. I don't drink cow milk. I drink oat milk. Well, I don't drink it. Like I put oat milk in things. Like I just don't drink milk, period. It's just gross. Um, I also, my body does not like gluten. <laughs> Again, it's not because I choose to be gluten-free. This is a doctor told me, you should probably stop eating gluten. 
Which um, is bad because gluten uh, makes things bread. delicious. <laughs> I absolutely love bread. And one of those things that I do eat that on occasion, probably a little more than occasionally, <laughs> um, that I shouldn't be eating is gluten. And it's not a fad thing. It's it's truly, I've had two doctors tell me, you need to stop eating gluten. They didn't even work for the same clinic. They did not know each other. Like this is two separate separate cities, like separate, very separate, told me you need to stop eating gluten. Um, so it is medically asked of me, but I don't always follow it. Anyway, so those are my two reasons why I don't really eat pizza that much. Well, now on to reason number three. I have really bad heartburn when I eat any tomato-based product. <laughs> so if I'm going to eat pizza with a tomato sauce, I need to be prepared for it. And I need to take it like heartburn like medication for like the two weeks like whatever the two it's weeks gonna be days. a rough night for you if you eat pizza is yeah. basically so i need to prepare myself for a bad evening later after i eat pizza but all that aside my favorite toppings are black olives i love olives most That's times. something that I love that other people seem to hate. Yeah, you either like them or you don't. There's no yeah. middle ground. Like, I love olives. I love canned olives. I hate jarred olives. You like brined olives, not pickled yeah. olives. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I'll even eat some, like, pickled olives or I guess that's what it's called, pickled olives. Anyway, yeah. I'll, it depends on what it's, how, whatever. Anyway, anyway. but black olives. Mm-hmm. And I also really enjoy chicken, but I would prefer like either a, an olive oil or an Alfredo sauce or um, barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce or like something, a, a non-traditional sauce. Mm -hmm. um, and so black olives, chicken, depending on the sauce, artichokes or not. Um, and again, depending on the sauce, if it's like a barbecue chicken pizza, so if I get barbecue sauce, I'll put chicken, black olives. And I know this is controversial, but it only applies to pizzas with barbecue sauce, but I will put pineapple on that. Pineapple does not go on any other type of pizza. All but right. again, I don't eat other, like I don't really like other types of pizzas. Like I do not eat Canadian bacon. Right, so hands—it's a different thing. Different it is part of the different, table, but, but I, I don't know. It's called Canadian bacon. Canadians are like, it's—we don't claim that. Like bacon's bacon. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so it's um, so yeah, like I, it depends on the sauce. But it, if it were just me ordering a pizza for myself, it would have barbecue sauce, and then as the the sauce, and then it would have black olives, chicken. And maybe pineapple if I was in the mood for it. All right. For me, chicken, definitely. Roasted garlic. Um, and like mushrooms. Oh, best pizza I ever had was like three or four different kinds of mushrooms with an alfredo sauce i i i'm like you i don't do red sauce not because of heartburn just because it's gross to me i just don't like it 
Um, I don't do spaghetti sauce. I don't do ketchup. I don't do I don't do tomato products. Uh, so yeah, white sauce, lots of cheese, different types of cheeses, feta, Romano, put it all on there. Yeah, chicken, artichokes, mushrooms, roasted garlic. Mm, sounds amazing to me. Yeah, no mushrooms for me. I just no I can't get bored. No, I love. I didn't like mushrooms when I was a kid. I love them now. I I still don't like them. I and I've heard that if you don't like mushrooms, you probably haven't had them prepared properly. Maybe. And maybe to this day, I still have never had mushrooms prepared properly. The only way that I will eat mushrooms is in a duck cell. So if you like dice them super finely and mm -hmm. almost make a paste out of it. I have made paste out of mushrooms to make like a cheaper version of beef wellington. I mean, that's what. Okay. I watch a lot like, of cooking shows like, mm -hmm. based on my understanding. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, Gordon Ramsay. If like, absolutely come on the show. I adore you, Gordon Ramsay. So does my niece, Lorelai. She loves yeah. you. She She's wants to be you. She, I ask her what she wants to be when she goes up, and she says, Gordon Ramsay. I do tell her she needs to expand her palette drastically if she's going to become Gordon Ramsay, because I, I would needs like five things. Yeah, I would um, tell her that uh, Gordon Ramsay's already taken that she can grow up to be Lorelai, but... Well, yes, but she wants to be a chef like Gordon like Ramsay. a chef and she food critic Gordon like Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Yes. Um, but he uses mushroom duck cell in his he doesn't use like a pate now i could be wrong but based on the vast cooking shows that i've watched with him it's a duck cell not a pate i can't say i've ever had a pate before so i don't know whether or not i'd like it but that's the only way that i'll eat mushrooms it's in like a beef wellington it's good Anyway, so that but was yeah. all of our all of our questions. Well, we have more, and if you would like to know more, please let us know. Um, our email is the sister element at gmail.com. So please give us an email or um, go to Instagram. We are the sister element on that's our handle at the sister element. Uh, on Instagram. So feel free to DM us on there or slide into our DMs is what I'm hearing, which sounds really dirty, guys. Like, I why is it called usually, slide? I think it usually is dirty when someone's oh, sliding like, into your DMs. Sliding into your DMs? Are they like thirst tweets they're, or whatever? I don't have a Twitter. So they're like know. hitting on you to slide. They're sliding into your DMs. Yeah, people, other podcasts that I've talked I about think. where people are like, oh, we're sliding. You know, they slide into our DMs and ask us these questions. Like, Maybe this gotten maybe maybe I'm just maybe out of touch. I have no idea, but I always thought that that's what it meant. Was just like, oh, you know, sounds dirty. I like into her DMs. Yeah, like it just sounds dirty. Like somebody sliding into your bed. And I'm, no, thank you. I, John's allowed to slide into my bed, but it's his bed too. Yeah, like my husband yeah. and I share a bed. Like he can slide into my bed. I will say there is not much room for, for sliding. Uh, I mean, well, he says that I break dance when I sleep. Um, um, somersaulted into our bed. 
Like literally? Yeah, literally. Like just for fun to just be like, watch this. It, it, that must be a height thing. Like I feel like I would clip myself. I'm very small, guys. Like I, I am. I maybe just I'm five shrunk, feet tall. I am five feet tall, flat, like five foot. That's it. I stopped growing when I was 12 years old, and I've had doctors or like medical professionals when they've measured my height. They've asked me, "Are you standing up straight?" Yes, yes, I am. I'm giving this all I've got here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, she will always make me think of my daughter when she was little. Auntie Becky, someday when I grow up, I'll be as tall as you. <laughs> yeah, she was like two and a half, like three years yeah. old. And she's like, we're like holding hands, walking into a restaurant. She's like, Auntie Becky, I want to be as tall as you when I grow up. And I was like, be careful what you wish for, little lady. Yeah, she's now four <laughs> foot two. She is one foot shorter than me. Oh boy. Yep. Anyways, so feel free to uh, slide into our DMs. Uh, let us know what you want to hear from us. Do you want to hear like hilarious, fun stories about the time I ate my way through Disneyland or, um, yeah, I mean, I've got all kinds of Disney the, stories. So if you want to know about those, like, yeah, or the uh, dirty, not safe for work uh, oh, special yeah. that maybe, I unlocked. Maybe we'll create a bonus episode and like maybe we'll get a Patreon or something like that. And you guys mm -hmm. can get bonus content on Patreon and we will deliver some not safe for work stories. Um yeah, let us know. Let us know what you guys want to hear from us. Uh, do you want more of these like crazy questions? Um if you want, like, if you want sisterly advice, like, this is a sister element. Sisterhood is a broad term. Like, tell us, mm -hmm. you know, your sister stories. Um, yeah. yeah. We can be your sister from another mister. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, if you don't have a sister or maybe, you know, your relationship with your sister isn't as close as, you know, our sister relationship is, Um or maybe, maybe you just want another sister. Like, we have a lot of sisters. We have a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I say this. Like, we, we have, have sisters through biology, and then we have sisters through love. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, we have a lot of sisters. Um, so, if you need sisterly advice, or, you know, you just want to ask us a question about sisters, sisterhood, whatever, feel free to slide into our DMs. It's always going to make me giggle like I'm 12. <laughs> And, um, or email us the sister element at gmail.com uh yeah and that's right. i mean that's all we have for this episode today so catch us on another episode and yeah we'll see you later thanks for listening thank you guys bye